The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many voices are more powerful than one. When we share ideas, developments, and power, we can achieve anything. Welcome to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. Your hosts are Deetta Jones and Richard Dent. Together, they have made a worthy life that includes a family, two businesses, a foundation, and much more. They're ready to help you find your personal success. Now, here are Deetta and Richard. Welcome to DJ and DeBear. I'm Deetta Jones, your host. I'm a social justice advocate, leadership, and organizational effectiveness coach, speaker and author, and I'm joined by my better three-quarters, NFL legend and pro football Hall of Famer, Richard Dent. Hello, Richard. Hello, hello. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you this week? It's only Monday. It feels like I've been (laughs) hustling. How are you doing? Well, it's a sunny day. Beautiful day here in Chicago. So uh, we are, this is probably the, the most beautiful time of our city during this time of the year when the sun and the atmosphere, the lake and people just kind of enjoying themselves. The most, I, I would say the best city in the United States during the summertime, without a doubt. Uh, you got to cut off those other months. It's January, <laughs> February, it's, you know, it's, it's declare move out month. That, those months. <laughs> outside of that, it's a beautiful town and and it's nice to be home and to uh, enjoy this time of the year. You heard me. You heard me stumble over myself when you started talking about how yeah, perfect sure. here. Because it is perfect. It is perfect. It's a little window, but it's perfect. So, so Richard, you know, I, I think it's only appropriate that um, you give a little shout out to Eric Dickerson. You just recently saw him and he just had a big event and he was previously a guest on our show. How did his event go? Well, Eric Dickerson went well, you know. He, he's all about reaching young men and uh, young men at the fatherless men. And uh, they, you know, uh, they did such a great job with uh, some of these young men that come up and give testimonials about, you know, uh, what Eric is doing. So it's, it's, it's awesome. So it's, yeah, it's a pleasure. You know, for many years you chase guys, you didn't like them, and, and after the game now, you get a chance to kind of get it a little closer. Didn't never know that you was going to be that kind of friendship with gentlemen like like Eric and some other some of the other guys that I know. But uh, they're doing a great job, doing a great job with young men and, and bringing uh, men that want to be fathers in men's in younger men's lives to uh, help them with their life. So that's that, that's a great that's a great. Uh, Great event. I had a great time. Congratulations, Eric, and keep up the good work. You're an inspiration to all of us. And I should also say, because I truly believe that behind every great man stands a great woman. And, and Richard, I think, and Dirk, our special guest, I think all of you can say the same thing. 
And so Penny, I want to give you a huge shout out too, because I know how much work you put into making this event successful and how much blood, sweat and tears go in behind the scenes and, and in front of the scenes, making, making something like that work. So let's, let's transition to, that, to talk about what we're gonna talk about today, Richard. This is an exciting topic. You know that one of my very favorite topics is innovation. And this is a topic that I think you're excited about all the time too, as an entrepreneur and as a person who's constantly scanning the horizon and, and pushing boundaries as far as what can and should exist and, and uh, you know, always challenging the status quo. So I feel like you, know, you and I are birds of a feather when it comes to this topic. And listeners, you've, uh, you've heard us speak about innovation and have guest experts in talking about innovation, everything from diversity and in, in, uh, technology and innovation to innovative and entrepreneurial mindsets and uh, talking some about the power of vision to help create breakthrough experiences in your own life and career. And so, you know, of course, innovation is one of the central uh, challenges of our time, but it's also one of the themes that we keep coming back to. And because we know, listeners, that you um, really resonate with this topic and we've gotten really good uh, feedback from you, we have invited a very, very special guest who is a leader on the topic of innovation and um, had, brings a really unique and uh, breakthrough way of thinking about innovation. Dirk Beveridge is here joining us today. Dirk, welcome. Vietta, Richard, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. And if you don't mind, I just love the story that you shared about the work that uh, Eric Dickerson is doing and, and your support for him. And um, just a little plug, I, I love what the two of you, Dieta and Richard, do with the Make a Dent Foundation, you know, helping individuals uh, inspire uh, lifelong learning and cultivate that lifelong learning. It's, um, it's critical, I think, in all aspects of society. And so uh, I know you guys do great work there, and kudos to you for that as well. Thank you, Derek. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. And, so, uh, go ahead, babe. Pleasure uh, to have you on, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. We have so much to talk about, and Dirk is doing really, really interesting things. So, Dirk, we're going to you know, get all of the information we can out of you. Before we do that, I want to tell our audience just a little bit about you. Dirk is a keynote speaker. He's a best-selling author. I had the pleasure of reading his book. Uh, just recently, and it was um, it was just wonderful. Uh, How successful distributors lead change in disruptive times, innovate. Uh, really, a page turner, very practical. You're also a podcast host. You're the Unleash WD founder, um, and an innovation leadership and sales strategist. And uh, we put up a bio about you in the promotion for the the show, and we'll continue to push that out as well as contact information. But what we're really excited about is that you're here as an innovation guru um, who's worked with a lot of different organizations and that you're going to share some of your uh, interesting ideas with us today. Absolutely. To get us yeah, thank you. And I, I think that's what does draw, you know, you and I to each other and three of us to each other is, you know, innovation does have just a ton to do with this lifelong learning and the like. So um, I don't know if guru is a good word or not for me, but... Uh, I certainly have some points of views, and I certainly have uh, been blessed to have been able to uh, do some research on the topic, and I'm um, exposed to just brilliant uh, innovators, leaders, and transformers, disruptors every day yeah. of my life. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to the conversation. 
I love it. Well, you know, guru is only a bad word if you use it about yourself. But if other people use it about you, well, that's quite a compliment, right? Got it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> it's all about the data. You know, having the data to be able to talk about it. It's all in the works. You know, it's there. So it's there. And some people have it, but don't know how to to work with it, to assess it, and to how to take it from one from A to B. And, and obviously, that's, uh, I'm sure, probably a, a big part of what you do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, speaking of that, Dirk, tell, tell us just a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do. I want to, you know, after that, I want you to talk to us a little bit about kind of your definition and take on innovation. But give us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can get a set of the, a sense of the experiences that you, that you bring uh, to yeah. your research. Thanks, Deanna. If, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll just a little bit of history, if you don't mind. It's, it's funny how you know, the journey that life takes you on, right? And, um, right. Uh, you know, this whole concept of innovation that has become my passion for the last four years, to me there's a heck of a story in terms of how it happened, and it happened by accident, quite frankly. Uh, I happened to be on the deck of the USS George Washington out in the middle of the um, Atlantic Ocean, and uh, Secretary Rumsfeld had invited me and, 40 other individuals from across the country to spend a week learning about the, um, the the U.S. military. And I believe those who wear and have worn the cloth of our nation, we own everything, uh, Richard Indiana. And so I, I invested right. you know, a week of my time, and we, we went down to Guantanamo Bay and, and the USS George Washington, Columbia, Honduras, Key West, and others. But what happened is on the deck of the USS George Washington, I had this random collision of an unusual suspect. And I think there's a lesson about innovation there. Put yourself in uncomfortable places. Put yourself in places where you can meet people where you would never run into. And, and the possibilities are endless. And on that deck, I met a gentleman by the name of Saul Kaplan, who has a phenomenal organization out in Providence, Rhode Island, by the name of the Business Innovation Factory. And I sat through a two-day innovation conference of his. And Richard and Dieta, it was amazing. I heard 30 innovators from all walks of life. Uh, one moment, we might have been listening to a social entrepreneur who's talking about the innovation that was required to help the victims of Katrina. And then the next moment, we might have been listening to you know, the innovation director for Intel and, and everybody in between. And it was really that random collision with Saul, the fact that I then went to his innovation conference, those two events just caused me to look at business and it. to look at what I'm passionate about in completely different ways. And from there, it just cascaded an entire journey of, of, of leading a new conversation of innovation, change, and transformation in the wholesale distribution industry, an industry that represents over $8 trillion of GDP, an industry that hires one in 20 private sector workers, and quite frankly, an industry that innovation was bypassing. And so I'm on a mission. I'm on a real mission to um, help this industry that's very important to our economy, very important to our country, um, feeds a lot of families, um, provides a lot of fulfillment uh, to a lot of individuals, um, to, to, to re-find, if you will, uh, the need for innovation, change, and transformation. So, that's, that's, uh, a little backstory like, of how we got to where we're at. 
I love yeah, it. I mean, to be able to step, I mean, they, most people, I think, people say step outside the box, but you step out the box and you step away from the box to get back to the box. And, and <laughs> that's that's the, the realm of, you know, of opening your eyes and and yet when you when you're in that kind of situation everything gets to be silence you pick up you see you feel everything and and before you know it you know you're in another area of code and doing something that you you never thought you knew you could do so i think that's brilliant i just made a note and i'll probably use that if you don't mind right To, to step out of the box so that you expose yourself to new thinking so you expose yeah. yourself to different views of the world. You expose right. yourself to uh, things that you haven't thought about. But then to really make that valuable, God, I love what you said. You got to go back and you got to step back into the box that you came from with that new view, with that new thinking, right. with um, new ideas, new perspectives, uh, re-energized, inspired in new ways. And, yeah, yeah. Wow, you're right. Stepping back into that box is a critical component of this, and I've never heard it put that way. So thank you. Gosh, yeah, yeah. It. Richard has about a bunch of Richardisms. We love, we love that about <laughs> him. So here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take us to a quick little uh, transition, and when we get back, Dirk, I'm going to ask you to share with us your unique definition of innovation and tell us a little bit about what you do, what you're doing. So let's switch gears for a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please hit us up on Twitter at Dieta M. Jones, at Richard underscore Dent 95, at Dirk Beverage, D-I-R-K-B as in boy, E-V-E-R-I-D-G-E. We want to hear from you. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. 
Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on unleashing your innovative potential, potential with special guest, Dirk Beveridge. Dirk, before we went to break, you were telling us a little bit about yourself, and it was it was really interesting, uh, you know, hearing about you know you being on the deck of a ship and it connected you to people that ended up leading you to a conference and how you got so inspired to bring yes. innovation back to the wholesale distributor community. Can yep. you tell us a little bit because we use the word innovation a lot and a lot of people use the word innovation, but can you tell us about your you know, any unique perspective that you bring to the definition of innovation or unique perspective about why it's so urgent for us right now? Yeah, sure. So a couple, couple things there, if you don't mind. So, yeah, you know, innovation is one of those buzzwords, right, that, that we in business uh, continue to use. And I'm not sure uh, there's, there's much thought all the time to, um, to the use of the word innovation. So, um, Dieta and Richard, what I, what I did is I worked with the National Association of Wholesalers, the Institute for Distribution Excellence, and I facilitated the first and only um, research project on the state of innovation throughout this very important industry in our country. Cool. And one of the first things we had to do was to define what innovation is. And through all my research, talking and thinking, uh, I define research with a very simple statement. And, and to me, innovation is leading customers to a better future for which they are willing and capable of rewarding you. Right? Yeah. So leading yeah. customers to a better future for which they are willing and capable to reward you. And there's a couple of key words there. Uh, number one is leading. Right? Innovation right. is not about following others. It's about taking the lead. It's about seeing the world in a different way, seeing the market in a different way, and bringing your constituents to a place that they have not yet thought of. Uh, Second, customers. I I, I hate to break the news to to my clients and those organizations that I, I, I speak to every day, but innovation is not about you. It's not about your organization. Innovation is about your customers. It's about their needs, their challenges, the jobs they need to be done, the pains they need removed, the gains that they're looking for. And again, about a better future. Um, Look, if you've got an idea, as good as it is, but it's not going to help society move forward, if it's not going to help your customers move forward into the future, there's no value in that innovation or in that invention. And then the last part of it is, Right, that, that they'll reward you for. Um, again, no matter how good of an idea you have, if somebody is not willing to place a value on that and to reward you, maybe reward you handsomely for that idea, you really haven't innovated. Love it. Love it. Simple, straightforward. You know, there's, there's no holes in it. 
So, so Dirk, I know that you have um, a summit, Unleash WD, which is the innovation summit, Unleash WD, that's happening here uh, in Chicago, September 16th and 17th. And I'm thrilled to be invited to be involved with this summit. Can you tell us how you, or you know, to what extent, and if you practice what you preach in bringing innovation to your summit, how do you innovate? Doing wow, well, like you didn't summit. tell me you were going to be so hard-hitting and ask me if I practice what I Hey, preach, hey, you know? I mean, you know, I, if I'm going to be involved, I really yeah, want to learn something here. <laughs> so, yeah, great, great, great question. And Dieta, um, our, our Innovation Summit, Unleash WD, uh, which can be found at UnleashWD.com, is this September 16th and 17th, and we have an amazing lineup of storytellers, 15 to 17 of the world's greatest thinkers and innovators, and I am just thrilled to death that uh, you're going to be taking the, um, the Unleash WD stage to help us understand your thoughts of vision and culture and the like, and uh, you're, you're going to rock the stage, Dieta, and I, I just really um, am, am so thrilled to be able to introduce you uh, to this summit because the industry uh, needs your view of the world. So, awesome. so that's Thank number you. one. Um, number two, you know, have I innovated when we created this summit? I, I think we certainly have. You know, um, as I went through our research for the book Innovate, How Successful Distributors Lead Change in Disruptive Times, uh, Deanna and Richard, one of the things that was told to me was, was this. A CEO told me, says, Dirk, you know, when we go to industry trade meetings, it's like I'm sitting at my grandfather's dinner table. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really insightful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amen. <laughs> because, you know, mm-hmm. if you think about it, you know, a lot of these meetings we've gone to, the, the model hasn't changed. Right. Uh, we've been asking the same speakers, the same industry consultants, the same gurus to come in for the last 20, 30 years. And, and, and Deanna and Richard, I really believe in distribution, I think we could say this about most industries, but you know, distribution for sure has been very, very incestuous. So, one way that we have innovated is that this is an industry summit with no industry speakers. I love it. And I half joke that if you know what the word supply chain means, you're not invited to speak at my conference. <laughs> Because we, we, we've heard everything about that for the last 20 right. years. Right. We need new ideas and we need new thinking. So, so that's one innovation that we brought. A, a second innovation that we brought, and I think this is part of innovation, is, you know, think about Apple and you think about the iPhone and you think about the uh, iPod. You know what? Steve Jobs didn't invent the smartphone. Steve Jobs didn't invent uh, uh, MP3 uh, players, but he perfected it. And so what he right. did is he took from other businesses, he took from other industries, and put together a puzzle in a different way to create a phenomenal product. And so one of the things that we have done is we've taken from TED Talks their, uh, their presentation styles. And, you know, these industry summits for years have just had these 90-minute keynote presentations that drone on and on and on. Well, we don't do that. We have 18 minutes. Deanna, we're going to ask you to tell an 18 to 20 minute TED type talk. And what that does is it keeps the, the flow of the two days fresh, invigorating, and new ideas continue to come across. And, and one other thing, and I'll pause there, there's some more, but when I curate these speakers, it's very cool because 
again, it's an innovation. I, I've taken, we've all, uh, list, 20 million of us have watched Simon Sinek's um, yeah. Start With Why, his TED Talk, right? Yes. And, and he talks about the golden circle and how to communicate. And you, you, you talk about the why, then the how, and the what. So what we do with our speakers is we use that golden circle. So our first speaker in each session talks about the why. Why do we need to relook our, at our business model, for example? And it's that 30,000-foot inspira- inspirational message as to why. The second speaker in that session is the how. That's a consultant. That's a guru. Somebody like you, Deanna, that has a model, not the model, but a model that right, we can right. learn from. And then the third is the entrepreneur, somebody who has innovated their business, in this case, with a new business model. They come in and they tell that story. And those three together provide that's me, a there. learning that's me, but go experience ahead. and an inspirational <laughs> experience. And, and there's more, but those are just some of the things that we well, do and how we've innovated uh, in our conference. And that's it. And that's it's it's wonderful. It's it's simple. It's a simple stri- framework, right? And all all great design. It has a simplicity to it, but also it's pulling people right there during the conference outside of their box, right? Through the inspiration uh, that's yep. provided by these people, these industry leaders who are outside mm-hmm. of the wholesale distributor industry, and then put stepping them back inside of their box through the practical experiences of the entrepreneur who's actually been able to say, "Here's how we did it, and here's how you can try it." And it's wonderful because it's not reinventing the wheel. It's thinking about, you know, what are the best practices. I love it. It's very exciting. I hope everyone listening checks it out. So tell us the website one more time. that real quick because you're right. Step back into the box. Yeah. Um, You you know, one of the, uh, uh, I I am a Steve Jobs fan, and one of the quotes that has inspired me and, and quite frankly, my business model is at one point in time he said, you, you know, what we need to do is we need to go out and find the best that humans have done. Not the best that other distributors have done. Go out and find the best that humans have done and then try to bring that back into what we're doing. So that's exactly what we're doing, what you said, right? We're asking the audience to step outside of the box to look at the best, not what other distributors have done, but that humans have done. And then let's step back in the box and try to bring that into what we're doing. And one of the other ways we innovate it, Dieta and, and Richard, is I, I, I call that the lift and shift process. Lift and shift. Let's listen to these brilliant innovators from outside, and then let's work to lift what we gathered from them and shift them into our business. And we do that in a couple of different ways, again, which is pretty innovative, and it's very, very cool. So after each of the three speakers, we have a very intimate uh, lift and shift session with the speakers. So, Dieta, I'm going to ask you and the two other speakers in your session to actually sit on the stage informally. Legs are going to be over that stage, and it's going to be a very intimate conversation to say, hey, Dieta, you shared this with us. Now help me shift that into my business. It's Love very, it. very cool. And then the very last thing we do at the end is we, we have what we call the biggest, baddest, boldest lift and shift session, and I challenge the individuals to take the biggest and boldest idea that they got over the two days, the one that could transform the business, the one that they know that when they go back to their business, everybody's going to look at you and say, you're crazy. There's no way that's possible. That is not even possible. We don't have the resources. The technology isn't there. I want you to pick that idea that you've got. And we're going to work through a format, a framework. I'm going to guide you through the biggest, baddest, boldest lift and shift framework so that you obliterate all those obstacles and you leave with the inspiration and maybe more importantly, 
the, the real ideas and the roadmap to begin that implementation, that change, that transformation, that innovation once you get back. Oh, I'm sure you just got three or four new registrations just in one, in one word, roadmap. People, people love to know that we're going to go somewhere that's uncharted. You're going to take me somewhere that may be a little uncomfortable, but you're going to give me a roadmap for what to do with it, right? And at the end of it, they'll be able to walk away with something that's really practical. Very exciting. The right other thing that I love and, about you know, this lift but, and but shift let's, is let's that... Real quick, I know you probably got to go to break, but the, the other thing real quick is, you know what? It, the framework is great, but it comes down to the individual, right? I mean, yep, yep. you need to have that will, that energy, that focus to want to do this. And um, boy, for the right people, this is just an amazing experience that... Again, I'm so pleased that you're going to uh, you're going to rock the stage for us, Deanna. I cannot wait, and I, I now I have my call to action. I got it. So speaking of, let's let's switch gears uh, for a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please hit us up on Twitter at Dieta M Jones at Richard underscore Dent nine five at Dirk Beverage. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on unleashing your innovative potential with guest presenter, speaker, author, Dirk Beveridge. Uh, Dirk, one of the things that you and I talked about in preparation for the show today was an actual question that you received from your publisher as your manuscript was being finalized. And so I'm going to restate that and ask you to share a little bit about your response. Businesses have made it through the Great Recession, and there's a, a semblance of growth and profitability. So why should they be innovating when they are doing uh, what's working at this point? It seems like everybody's kind of chugging along. Why bother? What's the sense of urgency here? 
Yeah, you know, Deanna, um, I, I did. I got that um, email from my publisher. Uh, actually, I thought the manuscript had been approved. And, <laughs> you know, I worked hard on it. And then, you know, at, at the zero hour, they sent this out to me, and, and, and it just floored me, right? So just, just think about that concept. Hey, business is good, so why change? Right. We're profitable, so why should we be thinking about innovation? And there's at least three or four reasons why I think it's so critical, right? Um, hey, we've all gotten through one form or fashion of the Great Recession, and, and in distribution, most distributors are growing right now. Not, not to the degree they were at one time. They are profitable. Not to the degree they were at one time. So three or four reasons why, even in good times, we need to be thinking about change, transformation, and innovation. Number one, I, 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 we, we can't ignore the economic reason, right? Um, you know, it's almost when somebody asks that question, hey, in, if times are good right now, why should we be thinking about change, transformation, and innovation? It's almost as if they conveniently forgotten that just a few years ago, 200,000 businesses were lost. Over 3 million jobs were lost. And I'm not an economist. In fact, I don't like numbers, Richard <laughs> and, and, and Dieta, but I do know one thing. Um, this world and the economy is cyclical. Right. And, and one day in the future, uh, we're going to run up in, uh, in, in, in terms of tough times again. Um, I, I love the philosophy and the thinking that says good times camouflage poor performance. And so, so even though things are going good now, we know things are going to get tougher, better. And we need, now is the time to start strengthening our organization, not to be as good as we are today, but to be better in the future for that economic reason. Number two, yeah. I, and I think this is an important one, and, and God, I'd love your guys' input even before I go to three and four, because I think you guys can really add to this. Uh, the second reason is from a leadership perspective. Guys, I really believe that our people in our organization, I really believe our market, I really believe our customers are waiting for leadership. Um, we all feel the weight of disruption. We all feel the weight of how technology is changing the world. We all feel the weight of how millennials are changing how business is being done and digital natives is being done. We feel all that weight. And there's this uncertainty, maybe a, a, a quiet uncertainty, but our people, our markets, our company, I'm even going to say our country, is waiting for leadership to emerge. And, and so why innovate? Why change? Why transform? Because it's your calling as a leader. We've been called at this moment in time to lead our company, our markets, our people to a better future. And that's what innovation is all about. And I've got two or three others, but... I'd love your guys' input on that, Deanna and, and Richard. You know that well, whole leadership the, the, concept. Speaking of that, is, you know, it's a product that, that, do, you, do you see it? Yes. Oh, without a doubt, I've, I've been uh, kind of in that space for a good little bit. There, I've, you know, I've, I have a license to a product where it's a gas letdown generator to uh, uh, put us in a situation where. We're a country, we have more gas than anything, but we use that gas for services. But no one has yet looked at the gas and say, how can we create a green product off of something that's flowing every day, that we're using every day, that we can recreate another service off of it? 
So yep. I'm able to, well, my, my uh, partners and people that I do business with, we was able to find a company that had, had this product, and now we are getting a license of this product to, to run across North America, where I'm able to use the pressure of the gas, not the gas itself, just the pressure. I take the pressure and I distract the pressure. I pull the coldness off the gas and I get cold, I get chilled, I get cold air, I get ice, as well as I get electric. So I'm able to generate electric and I'm able to generate cool air too out of something that we generally use for warming up or, you know, turning some kind of power on. So this is a whole new product perspective that, you know, everyone is all utilities, all gas companies is upgrading their gas pipes. And, you yeah. know, this, the city of uh, New York, you know, their pipes been been in the ground since they founded New York. So, yeah. when we, so when we talk about infrastructure upgrading, you know, people spending hundreds, two, three, four hundred million dollars a year to go in the ground, upgrade the pipe to who? To serve the people. So now you have a product also you could put in that ground to maybe cut off, thirty. you know, maybe I'm using 30% of the gas flow, but I'm generating 60, 78% of power that, for zero dollar in a way. So it's it's a new it's a new paradigm about to take place in that space. Well and that's and the, the point that both of you are making is that you see an opportunity to lead. It's it's your nature, it's your you believe you, there's a there's a call for it, but you also realize that in the absence of leadership, people sit still and wait. They wait for this, somebody to point them in the direction. Of, of where we should be going in the future and also make it easy and accessible for us to figure out where we should be going as a, as a community, whether it's an industry or an organization or a nation. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Well, well, some people know how to put it together, but some people don't know how to take it from A to B. Some people know how to take from A to B and some people know how to take it from C to Z. So, <laughs> you know, you have to understand the chair that you sit in and how to not recreate the same wheel, but it's the same wheel, but I'm putting a spin to the wheel right, in a right. different direction. Right. Dirk, go, go on. Tell us, the, tell us numbers three and four on your list of reasons why. Because I have to tell you, everything you've said so far, even though I understand the, the buying power and the presence of the wholesale distributor community, everything you've said so far to me really... Uh, relates to, you know, to all of us, to every person listening, you know, all of us are dealing with some level of disruption in our own lives, some need to innovate, and some even tension about, to, you know, why do I need to innovate now? Why don't I put that off? Because everything's going pretty smooth. I just finally got to a quiet place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so, thanks, Dan. So, I, I think maybe the third one is, you know, from a leadership perspective, I, I call it the personal, right? Um, personally, you know, why do we find ourselves in a position of leadership? And that leadership could be the CEO, it could be a branch manager, it could be the retail store clerk, it could be leading ourselves, right? And to me, I've got, how many times have, have you, Richard, and, and Dieta gone into a business, an organization, and it really is like you're walking into 1950s, and it really is <laughs> like you're walking into... You, you know, um, a depression zone, right? Um, 
so to me, the third reason why we innovate is because that's when you're fulfilled as a leader. That's when you're fulfilled as, uh, as in my mind, as a human being, right? Driving growth, driving yeah. progress, yeah. making the world, making your industry, making your company, making your customers, making your, your, your environment, your organization better. That, in my mind, is when you're alive. Agreed. That's when you're living. And, um, um, you know, and, and I, so I think, you know, that's the third reason. I, I, and I think we need to talk about that because we've been called to do it, in, in my mind. The, the fourth yes. reason we've alluded to it is, guys, I really believe deep down that we live in what I call this age of disruption. Um, everywhere we look, change mm-hmm. is happening faster than ever before. Technology is a key driver of that. Um, I really encourage your, your listeners, um, Dieta and Richard, to go to New York Times and find Thomas Friedman's two-part article. You can just Google it, uh, titled Average is Over. Average yes. is Over. Yes. And what he suggests, and I believe wholeheartedly, is that with the rapid advances of technology, with the globalization of the world, with the liberalization of, 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 of governmental policies and, and everything else, um, just performing in an average way will no, longer perform, will no longer provide an average lifestyle. Right. And, and so we, we hear about the declining of the middle class, right? Well, well what's happening is, look, there, there is... As much opportunity, there's more opportunity for the middle class today than there ever has been in my mind. But you must grow. You must yeah. change. You must transform yourself. You must disrupt yourself, and you must develop new skills, new capabilities. Okay, you must innovate. Right. Because if you don't, technology is going to displace um, many jobs in the future, and, and that's a good thing. Hell, use it as a catalyst. Right. To grow and to, and that's everything you guys stand for at, the, at, at, at your foundation, that lifelong learning. Um, yep. So we live in this age of disruption and innovation, in my mind, is all about creating sustainability and relevancy for companies, industries, and personally. And I think we need to innovate as a result of this age that we live in as well. I love it. And, and I have to say that. You know, at the industry level, I get it. At the organizational level, I get it. We see it. Everyone's, you know, crying and, and, and kind of, you know, crying that we're, we're maxed out. We can't keep up this, this pace. We can't continue to have these, uh, these profit goals that, you know, are, are getting in front of us and, and growing every quarter. You know, we, we're just at maximum, but we need to think about something that's truly transformational. There has to be some paradigm shift. It can't just be incremental because... We've, we've pretty much gone as far as we're going to be able to go without some massive rethinking of the way that we do business. And that's going to take some pretty serious soul searching at the personal level. I think that people at the individual level really need to come to terms with, you know, what is it that I'm ready to innovate and what does it mean for me to constantly be a lifelong learner? Just the fact, you know, the fact that I have a master's degree or a bachelor's degree or an MBA and got it 10, 15, 20 years ago does not mean that doesn't mean anything, tomorrow. does it, it, it doesn't mean anything. Well, it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't mean anything, but it's not the end. There's no such thing as a seminal degree anymore, okay. right? The half-life of whatever our degrees are, whatever our areas of expertise are, 
those are those are getting shorter and shorter. I mean, look at Richard. Richard, I mean, you've gone through multiple career changes, and you're continuously learning, continuously growing, continuously um, expanding your horizons. Every single day, this man is up until the wee hours of the night learning something brand new. And, and that's the expectation for all of us going forward. So this innovation at the individual level is a really powerful idea. It's very, very compelling. Agreed. Okay, folks, I need to get us to our last commercial break. So give me just a moment. And we're going to switch it. beers. While we're at commercial break, please hit us up on Twitter at Dieta M. Jones, at Richard underscore Dent 95, at Dirk Beverage. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on unleashing your innovative potential with Dirk Beveridge. Dirk, one of the things that I love to talk about when I talk about innovation or when I talk about vision and leadership is it is my belief that innovation really lives at the intersections, right? That it's kind of peanut butter meets jelly. You're just not floating along in your own lane all the time and innovation is going to happen. You really have to stretch and you really have to think about kind of crossing lines in order to find things that are going to be breakthrough experiences. So, you know, before we went to break, we were talking a lot about leadership and about, you know, personal responsibility, and it brings to mind the word self-reliance. Can you, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, the intersection of self-reliance and innovation? Yeah, thanks. I, I, I love the question. I wrote a little bit about it in the book, actually, Dieta, and, um, you know, I, I don't think it's talked enough about. Um, just even using the, the analogy you talked, you, you just used, right? where innovation happens at the intersection of two things, right? Right, right. Um, you know, you, you think about it. If, if somebody is not self-reliant, 
i.e., they rely on somebody or something else. If they feel entitled to what they have, what, it, what, what to me that suggests is that they'll never leave their bubble. They'll never leave their circle. And there's no chance of getting into that intersection that, that you talked about. So I really believe a, a core component of innovation and change and transformation is this concept of, of self-reliance, that if, if I really, if I don't take ownership for my situation, if I don't take ownership for growing this market, even in the difficulties that, that face me, if I don't take ownership and accountability for my own actions, if I rely on others, right? Think about it. If I rely on others, why change? It's up to somebody else to guide the ship. It's up to somebody else to show me uh, uh, how to care for myself in, in the future, if you will. So, you know, in, in business, how many times have you heard people say, you know, if you don't like it, then change it? Everybody complains. Everybody wants change, right? And, and, and then somebody says, well, if you don't like it, change it. What do most people do? Well, we continue to, to, to complain. To complain about it, right, exactly. But, you know, Dirk, to me, this is the, this is the sticking point, fear, Right. So the, 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 the real thing that gets in the way, first of all, there are sometimes feelings of entitlement and those sorts of things. Absolutely. But to, it has been my experience that the nuts and bolts of people really digging in their heels and resisting change and resisting, you know, exploring outside of their current parameters is really about fear. And that's the place where there's some real opportunity. And I know in your in your uh, innovative distributor model, you talk about uh, vision and culture, and I'm assuming that associated with that is kind of the the need to shift away from fear as the driver and allow something that's more aspirational and that opens up the possibilities for us to create so, the agency inside of us, right? Yeah. So, Deanna, even just looking at the word fear, I'm, I'm smiling as I'm, and I'm thinking as as you're talking because you, you know you think about think about change, transformation. Think about take, taking a step outside of our comfort zone into that intersection that you talk about. Right. At, at, what are we afraid of? Well, what we're afraid of is the unknown. Is that fair? Right. Yes. What yes. Absolutely. Now, just think about this though. Now look in the rearview mirror. <laughs> now, now look at what happens to you if you don't change. That's right. That's right. In this age of transformation, excuse me, in this age of disruption, in this age that average is over. Oh, my goodness. You, you want something? Just by the very nature of looking in the rearview mirror, what I'm afraid of is if I don't change. And, and it's a lot safer for me to go into the unknown because at least I have a chance of thriving and surviving, right? Uh, of, well, of creating new solutions that people and companies and industries are going to value. But I do know this. If I don't move, if I don't step forward, uh, I know the world, the market, uh, technology is going to pass me by, and that's what I'm afraid of. Um, this, the, the VP of Human Resources for a global company uh, said to, to an organization one day, I love it. She says, manage your career as if you're standing on an escalator that's going down. Right. Right? Pay That's attention. I, I agree. 
Well, and the other thing is that we know that the half-life of knowledge is getting shorter and shorter. And so even if it's not that I have to step into the unknown altogether, it's that I need to know that I'm going in the right direction, though, right? So I might not know what tomorrow holds. And, and that may be something that I need to build up my propensity to deal with. But I also need to know that I'm going the right direction. So having some information that comes from within the industry, from outside of the industry, that, that where I'm doing some environmental scanning, where I have some data that's allowing me to at least know that I'm pointing in a pretty well-informed, solid direction. So even if I don't know exactly what every step is going to be, I don't feel like I'm going the wrong way, right? And so it's, it's a right-size risk. But still, there is absolutely a need for us to build up our capacity for taking risk and for minimizing and managing the fear that's associated with, you know, doing this forever. This is going to be the case forever. (laughs) So I I want to agree and disagree with you, right? Um, So you mentioned the podcast that we do. I'm having so much fun with our podcast, InnovateForTheFuture.fm. And and I I interviewed... Last month, we had a five-part series with L.T. Gibson, the CEO of USLBM. He's disrupting the building materials uh, distribution industry, and it's just phenomenal. And I asked him a similar question about, you know, how, how do you find the courage to, uh, to, to make the change and to disrupt in a direction that, you know what, you think you're going the right direction, right, but you're not 100% sure, yeah, and and his comment to me, I think, is pretty telling too. To add to what you said, Dieta, and what 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 LT Gibson said to me was, he said, Dirk, look, the beauty about building a culture of change, the beauty of surrounding yourself with people who are committed to continued growth and improvement, is you don't have to be right a hundred percent of the time. You because you're not going to be right a hundred percent of the time. And you can make those leaps of faith relative to what you think is best, doing that sensing that you talked about. But you're not going to be right 100% of the time. That's fair. And Absolutely. You've got, you're right. You've got that self-reliance, and you're committed to continued growth and innovation and change and transformation. That's okay. It's because not about being your right. DNA it's to about say, about right, that one. You know what? I'm going to go and learn something else. Yeah, that's one. fair. So uh, your point is taken too, Richard. It's about communicating. But it's also about having data. Right. It's about it's about scanning and making sure that you're yeah. doing the, the due diligence associated with knowing that you're, you're giving it your best shot and that you're continuing to, to learn and grow. Yeah. OK, folks, listen, I want this show to go on forever and ever, but we are officially out of time. I have oh, to no. I have to jump in. I know it's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> then in history, we can go forever. Good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so listen, I want to thank you so much, Dirk, because now I'm going to go back and listen to those podcasts on your site. Folks, if you haven't yet gone on to Dirk's site and subscribe, you have to subscribe to Dirk's website because you'll get a, just a boatload of really wonderful information. Sign up for his summit, which is happening September 16th and 17th here in Chicago. It's called Unleash WD. And Dirk, thank you so much for being our special guest today. Um, if you haven't yet signed up for the, in the mailing list to, be, uh, to get updates on the website, uh, on the show, please do. The website address is www.dietajones.com. And until next week, everyone, keep finding ways to make a dent in pursuit of your dreams, to serve your community, and to make our world better. We look forward to seeing you in Chicago, Dirk. And come on out and have a beverage with Mr. Dirk. <laughs> Peace and soul, folks. Have a good one. (laughs) 
Thanks again for tuning in. Please join Dieta Jones and Richard Dent for another edition of DJ and the Bear. We'll be back next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week. Thank <laughs> you.